everybody, and welcome to Game Studies Review. I'm joined by the fabulous, wonderful, amazing Cody Reimer. We're we're having too kind. fun tonight. We are. We're, we're a little. Y'all know. Y'all know me. That's right. Y'all know me. Y'all know me. Y'all know us. Uh, super excited to have you tonight here, Cody. We've been looking forward to this episode for weeks. And I'm weeks. super excited about this article. Give it to me. What are we talking about tonight? Uh, so this is uh, Emma Vossen's There and Back Again, Tolkien Gamers and the Remediation of Exclusion Through Fantasy Media from Feminist Media Histories uh, 2021. Uh, very recent. Try to give you the, the freshest uh, picks. And uh, it is, as the kids would say, a banger. It is a banger. I've not heard that phrase before. I don't know what that means. You're you're not uh, hip and with it. Every sentence in this is lit. It's straight fire. Now, now that I understand. I understand. I agree with. We are going to be more in sync tonight. I can feel it already than we ever <laughs> have been before. I'm I'm just so so excited. Uh, this this article is great. The journal's great. Uh, Emma yeah. Lawson's great. Boom. She, Boom. She's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, a little bit of an overview uh, or an introduction. Um, see, like this is the problem with this article. And it's I think maybe my only problem with it is it's hard to review it because I just want to read from it. I just want to read the listeners the article because it's so, so good. Like she is I such just, a good writer. Every single sentence. I was like, yes, yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. Keep going. Yes. And so, like, I just it was um, it was a thrill to read. Uh, and I want to just the intro to the article. I'm just going to give you one of the quotes and I'll probably read extensively from it throughout the review because she says it so succinctly and forcefully done so much quote so much of nerd culture still sees itself as perpetually oppressed and marginalized and is therefore blind to the ways in which their much loved texts and they themselves actually perpetuate oppression against the marginalized end quote so what the what the article does is it takes a um, media archaeology uh, approach uh, based on uh, Hutamo and Parika's work and uh, the kind of remediation uh, approach from Bolter and Grusin, which is famous, right? Like that was, I, I it was one of the that first book. things we read in grad school. One of the first things we read in, in our master's program together. And it was like one of those eye opening kapow moments mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. So taken, and, and I like, uh, I really like Parika's work as well. Um, yep. And so this media archaeology and this remediation approach to draw some connections between Tolkien's work and the um, culture surrounding his work and at that time, and then contemporary video games and gaming culture to show that like a lot of the arguments leveled against diversity in games now, um, not just are like wrongheaded, but that they go all the way back to when you know they were kind of uh created um from from uh tolkien and his work and, and so she talks about token as being this frame for fantasy and everybody yeah. either struggles to fit in the frame or fit outside of the frame but he has defined the frame that especially you know high fantasy epic fantasy which is what these games all draw from for their characters for their narratives for their yeah tropes for um, everything 
exactly. And, and she, she is wonderfully nuanced and explains that she's not like connecting Tolkien directly. Uh, she's not drawing a straight line from Tolkien to the exclusion in mm-hmm. contemporary games, but quote, holding and examining bits of the past as a method end quote uh, to better understand and explain his influence on like the exclusionary prejudices from gaming culture. And so in this kind of the spirit of rummaging from media archaeology, uh, she looks at a bunch of different um, assortments of media objects and historical events and cultures. And she looks at this like wonderful litany of different things. Ooh. She looks at Tolkien, war games, D&D uh, from a specific I actually um, went neo medievalism, the Inklings, which was the, the writing and reading group that Tolkien uh, palled around with, the Hugo Awards, the Valkyrie figure, you know, Princess Zelda, the v- Vagina Dentata. It's like this eclectic, awesome mm-hmm. You know, menagerie of um, media artifacts that she is playing archaeology with. Um, and it's super compelling. So she looks at um, Tolkien and, and C.S. Lewis's reading group, The Inklings, and their sexism. She looks at the Hugo Awards resonances with Gamergate, yep. uh, Tumblr historians' harassment for showing that Black people historically existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, all of these things that, you know, make me just kind of nod and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. This and, is, and a little this relevant so backstory here, like one of uh, one of our first, maybe it was our first TA uh, experiences was in a token as literature class together. Yeah, yeah. And we we that, called ourselves the Inklings for a while. Us, our little I didn't remember group. that, did we? Yeah, we did. When we, the, I didn't when remember we used to that. go with Ryan and have pizza and drink beer. And, yeah. and, uh, and we made a, I, I made a podcast. I think we might have done it together in, in grad school. I, was, at least I did it on uh, on token. As part of our like TA ship and stuff. So like this goes way back for us. Yeah. Uh, our former professor, Glenn Davis, um, who's, uh, you know, renowned in uh, in medieval, medieval studies studies. Um, and you have yeah. a story for him in here that I wanted you to. Oh, yeah. I mean, so Glenn Davis was was awesome. And Alex and I TA in his Tolkien class. It was this big lecture, um, you know, class. And so he had TAs. And I so the class began by reading Beowulf because Tolkien was a Beowulf scholar. Mm -hmm. And I remember him telling his TAs this, that he had a colleague, a friend, a fellow medievalist who had a translation of Beowulf that was that ended up on a bunch of uh, like right, not not even right wing Nazi, literal Nazi Mm -hmm. um, uh, reading lists and like you know, they, they love their Nordic mythology. They love their, you know, their, yeah, I didn't, I never understood why, but I sure do now after reading this article. Yeah. Um, and so uh, really like the, the stakes, I think, she, you know, Vossen lays out really well. She, she writes that arguments justifying a continued lack of diversity in our media need to be exposed and attacked. So they do not continue to reproduce through popular discourse and popular media. And this uh, article absolutely exposes and attacks those arguments. And I think it does a wonderful job at dismantling them in a way that is um, compelling. And so, um, and, yeah. and she, and she's so, she's so my, one of my favorite parts about it is that she's not hedging constantly, right? Like no, she, her no. words are so carefully chosen, so nuanced, but she yeah. doesn't spend time just BSing and like building up these. It was one of the first articles I've read in a long time. Uh, except for the 
ones on this podcast, of course, where my eyes didn't glaze over at some point. They always, and I got to like refocus myself, but refocus myself because that academies, uh, that hedging that always, oh, it's yeah, just so readable. Down. Hers really, is really readable. Point. Readable. It's so forceful. And, you know, I think it's really elegant connection between the cries for historical accuracy in, in games and a lot of fantasy media and white supremacy. She makes that connection so clear over and over with this, examples, with all with of the examples, everything. right? All yep. of this rummaging through like historic, you know, the media archaeology and historical examples and how it gets remediated. Um, it is so clear that these sorts of arguments are, um, you know, very, you know, intrinsically tied to white supremacy. She writes, I am not arguing that women cannot or should not be depicted as villains or enemies, but rather that their villainy shouldn't be rooted in their femaleness such that their sexuality deepens already deep gender divides in games culture. All right. Like that mm -hmm. end quote, that is the, she's talking know, about the vagina dentata there. right? The, yeah. She's talking about vagina dentata. This is near the end where she has gone through all of these examples and is like, listen, you can't, you can't ask for historical accuracy to get rid of black people in your games, get rid of women to, to do all of these like things, you know, but that's not to say that, you know, you can't or shouldn't have women in your games, right? It's, right. I don't know. It's the, I just, I've, I've got all these pulled quotes in, in our notes and I just want to keep reading them aloud because it's, it's well, like really it's essentially what she's saying to the historical accuracy is, is that that claim is tied to uh, white supremacy and, and yeah. why, and there's not a leap there in her logic. So she shows, no. She shows how, um, first of all, these historians getting attacked for just showing that black people existed. Right. And, you know, she says that these um, people who say this, they try to say, oh, all the trade routes, they wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have, like they don't have a problem with the dragon flying around in their game. But heaven forbid <laughs> that you bring a person of color to a continent before we think it might be. And there, there's just a million things that that with this historical accuracy thing gets like jumped over. Right. And, and much of it is tied back to when fantasy got framed and where it got framed and who got yep. framed in it. And yep. so there's not historical, like historical accuracy of what middle earth and hobbits like, come on. Right. But, but for some reason, the frame that token put up has been. And she's, she's not even blaming Tolkien. Right. Again, she mm. was like, I'm not drawing a line. And she also says like, it's not Tolkien's fault, yeah. right? He was progressive in many ways, but the diversity in fantasy in uh, the diversity in fantasy and sci-fi has barely changed since the 1950s. That's right. And it's in part because of these stupid bullshit arguments about historical accuracy. And she writes, you know, quote, there is so much political weight in the assumptions surrounding the fantasy genre that women don't go on adventures, that there can be countless races in the world, but all the good ones will be white. That there can be dragons, but there can't be queerness. And most importantly, that only men want to consume these stories, oh. end quote. Just, yes, exactly. Yes. Like all of yes. the arguments about historical accuracy in fantasy when there's fucking dragons flying around. It's as if it's, it's as if there is such a thing as historical accuracy anyway. Like, well, right. And, and the, the, like we know it's so much needed clear compelling like every sentence in the first paragraph i i just wanted to read it like almost 
the entire thing. It's so it's, good. It's so good. It's a, it's a staccato of truth in prose. Brought to you by Cody and Alex. I, I love the uh, comparison of gamers' entitlement to white supremacists. Great yep. replacement theory. Just spot on. Absolutely. I love that she included her viral tweet that helped frame the kind of discourse that she's addressing. Ooh, I, um, I, had, I had goosebumps when I saw that. The the I remember seeing it. I was like, holy shit, that was that. That was in 2019. I wow. I felt I like, you know, I mean, the, the past year has been a, a gulf of time and yeah. a paradox. But yeah, I remember I seeing that, that tweet. Years ago. And you being kind of riveted by it. And so I'm I'm so glad that I'm equally riveted by this work that has kind of responded to the discourse surrounding that tweet. I love her punchy observations and about lamentations surrounding historical accuracy that includes zombies and dragons. Um, And I love the quote from uh, Terry Pratchett about Gandalf. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's just, I don't know. It's there's, there's, there's nothing bad about this. If you are at all interested in, in games, um, read it this is a must read article and and i know we we advocate for a lot of the articles we read we talk about on here because we pick things we're interested in so of course we're going to like it oh but this is one if you even have a peripheral interest in games you cannot miss this one it is as cody said what's your quote here staccato of prose of truth in prose it's a staccato of truth in prose it is it is wonderful to read it's refreshing it's interesting it moves and like you said every line is fire every line is fire it's there's there's no minced words it's i i i want to like the next time i have an undergraduate um you know assignment that brushes up anywhere near games culture games discourse games um they're reading this shit it's so good yeah i'm taking something out from my class this semester on writing in games and putting this in this is just it's just way too good um and the my only uh gap as i'm the gap person uh is like i want more you know like i want more from her i really want her to dig into some of these examples like when she turns this into a book or a whatever she does with this because i'm it's good. This is going to blow up. I mean, this is such a great article. Um, I, mean, I just want to, I just want to read everything she writes about this because they're her line of logic and the way she writes. It's just so excellent. Like I, I want to keep reading for days. I think it could be a book, but the, the thing, one of the things I love about this is it's, it's also, also done like in, in the sense that you can read this entire thing and be like, I'm compelled. Like, I don't need no doubt about a book. that. I don't need a book length treatment to, to like appreciate the argument Absolutely. or to support the argument, or it would just be because I want to read more of because I want to read more her scholarship because it's so good. But well, like, I, could, I almost want to have a conversation like, well, what did you think about this? Oh, well, well what about that? Oh, have you seen that? You know, oh, like, apply, I, yeah, that's what, I, the, that's what I want. Yeah, I'm not saying there's anything missing from this article because there's absolutely not, but I want, I want her take on a lot of tangential stuff with this i would love to see the kind of media archaeology remediation applied to other you know problematic uh mm-hmm. instances in games discourse and games culture because it's so effective here at yep. just like you know defanging mm-hmm. so many of the complaints <laughs> and being mm-hmm. like look these fangs come up from a beast called white supremacy um and it's it's just so so good 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm. Uh, we've never been more on the same page. I'm so glad you picked this article, Cody. I'm so Can glad. I she was able. She gave me access to it. I didn't. I my institution does not have access to oh. the journal, and I saw her tweeting about it. And I was like, oh shit, that sounds awesome. And she was saying, you know, reach out if you want a copy. And I was like, I would very much like a copy, please and thank you. And she was kind enough to to give me one. So. Shout out to uh, her for being a, an awesome colleague as well as an amazing scholar. Oh, well, if she's active on Twitter, maybe she can uh, she can do a little tag for the next article or an article down the line from someone she knows. Maybe she's got a different uh, maybe different group. That's great. So give us the bottom line, Cody. I I, I'm, I feel like you haven't been extremely clear about how you feel. So give us the I, bottom line. I feel like I've been given my bottom line the entire time. I'm I'm jazzed about this article. And again, uh, if you're at all interested in games culture, um, read it, read it, and soak it in. It doesn't is, get better than this. It's it is some of the best scholarship that I have read, mm-hmm. um, in a very long time, if ever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks with a new episode. Email us at game studies review at gmail.com. If you have something you want to recommend, uh, it better live up to this. this is all Ooh, I'm saying. Big shoes to fill big shoes to fill. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.